Well, hello, Bible Love listeners. So glad to have you with us today. Um, As you know, during this season um, of summertime, we are saying the prayer for the right use of God's gifts. So the Lord be with you. And also with you. Almighty God, whose loving hand has given us all we possess, grant us grace that we may honor thee with our substance and remember the account which the account which we must one day give may be faithful stewards of thy bounty through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Amen. So today we have the Reverend Scott Gunn, who is the Executive Director of Forward Movement, which you're going to learn more about Forward Movement in this conversation if you um, don't know what I'm talking about. But I think most Episcopalians do, although our audience is broader than Episcopalians. And I'm so glad Scott is with us. I told him before we started recording, I've been a big fan of his for a long time, and I'm just really glad that um, he is with us. So welcome, Scott. Um, thanks for asking me to be here. I'm, I'm honored and blessed. Awesome. Thank you so much. So Scott, will you tell us a little bit about who you are, where you are, all that kind of stuff, and then we'll get into forward movement. Um, sure. Yeah. So I grew up in the middle of the country in Iowa. I lived in New England for about 20 years and collected a ridiculous number of degrees. And then I was ordained. <laughs> uh, I served as an Episcopal priest in the Diocese of Rhode Island and hmm. two churches. And then I was called to lead Forward Movement, a venerable ministry. And Forward Movement's offices are in Cincinnati. So I moved to Cincinnati um, almost 12 years ago. And let's see, I'm married to Sherilyn Pierce, who is also an Episcopal priest, and she serves a mission church uh, just across the river in um, Kentucky. Oh, wow. Cool. So tell us a little bit about Forward Movement and what it is. Yeah, sure. So Forward Movement was created by the general convention of the Episcopal church. And I can say more about that. If you think your listeners might want to hear a word, but sure. forward movement was created in 1934 and started in 1935 to really be a discipleship ministry for the Episcopal church. Mm-hmm. There was a recognition in the middle of the 1930s that the Episcopal church was unhealthy, that it, that it wasn't growing, that it wasn't serving the mission that God had given us. And so some people got together and the first head of forward movement, a priest named um, Gilbert Simons had the said that if we want the Episcopal church to be strong, we need our church to be filled with strong congregations. And if we want our congregations to be strong, we need them to be filled not with habitual Christians, mm. but disciples of Jesus. Love that. I, I love that so much because as a as a person who has been a habitual Christian, I know what that's like, and it's okay. It's fine. I know that God loved me when I was a habitual Christian, but it's more awesome right. to be a disciple. 
I totally agree with you, Scott. And that's what we're all striving for. And so the message of that is so important. How do we really live in to being a disciple of Jesus? I think that's what we're called to do. Exactly. So Florida Movement's been doing that for since 1935 through um, over the years. We've published a lot of things forward day by day as a little daily devotional that a lot of Episcopalians know us for. It's it, when I started 12 years ago, it was available mostly just as a book, mm-hmm. but now you can buy it for Kindle. There's an app, there's a podcast, there's an email. Um, so we try to, and it's available also in Spanish as Adelante Dia Dia. But anyway, forward day, day by day is kind of a big deal. And then we also publish books. We organize conferences we have apps, podcasts, and lots of free resources online to help people in their journey as followers of Jesus. That's awesome. So my first question is, what called you into, because, you know, a lot of people are Episcopal priests and they serve in a parish and that's what they do. You know, like, that's what I do. That's what Alan, my co-host does. This is a different way of being a priest, right? So tell me like what called you into being um, involved in forward movement and tell, share that story. Yep, sure. So a couple things. I, I remember vividly uh, the day that I first learned that forward movement had an opening. I, had, I was serving in a parish ministry and it was, I knew that it was time for me to go on. So I had told all my friends, hey, if you see anything that might be of interest to me, please send it to me. Let me know. Yeah, right. One of my friends emailed me the listing for the executive director of Forum Movement. And I just saw the email and I was literally reaching for the delete key on my laptop. Uh-huh. And, and then I just it, literally in midair, I stopped and thought, hold on a second, Scott, the Episcopal church isn't that big and you're not that awesome. You should probably open the attachments and see yeah. what's going on here. Yeah. And so I opened the attachments and there were two. The job description was fine. It was interesting. But I thought, why would I want to go work at a pamphlet company is what right. I sure. was. And then the second attachment was a one-page strategic plan. And I was so captivated by what Forum Movement was trying to do. And I thought, you know, if these people actually mean this, I might be a good leader here. This might mm-hmm. be really fun. So mm-hmm. I sent in my stuff and one thing led to another. And sure enough, they did mean it. And really, the board of directors had done a very courageous thing. They had said, what we're doing right now is okay, but it's not going to work five or 10 years from now. It was all print. Mm-hmm. And it's we're not what the church needs. So they were they seriously contemplated just closing up shop, celebrating back then 75 years of good ministry and saying, yay, us. But everything has a season, and maybe it's time for the sun to set on forward movement. Mm -hmm. And then at some point, the board decided, you know, let's give it one more try. What if we just cleaned the slate and started over and said, what does the church need forward movement to be now? And Mm -hmm. for me, what an unbelievable gift to get to go into an organization and have the board say, you know what? Anything goes. Lead boldly. Take us somewhere. Love that. It's awesome. And I was excited about the what they were trying to do with discipleship, although they weren't using the word discipleship at that point. But but I was excited about what they were trying to do. And then the third thing is um, I had a background working in technology before I was ordained. Mm. And so forward movement was a good place to put my priest calling and gifts to work and also my tech leadership 
gifts to work. And it's been a lot of fun. I love it when that works out. I, I, I have a steward or a fundraising background. And so when a parish calls me and says, can you help with our stewardship? I love that because I, I feel like all the gifts God has given me um, combined. And I'm so glad you said yes to that. And I'm also so grateful, like you said, about that forward thinking, like knowing the world was changing and technology was so important and that we needed to get the word out about how to be a disciple in a different way. So let's start with for just the day, day, daily devotions that so many people in this church, in the Episcopal Church, and I hope in other churches um, get to experience. So I'm kind of, you know, I'm cradle Episcopalian. So I love my little, the little tiny one that comes and I open it up every day. And that's how I start my day. And I would assume that many Episcopalians do that as well. But what's so interesting to me about it, and this is just how God works, is like so often I'll read it and I'll be, oh, that's nice. And like later on in the day, I'll be like, God smacked, you know, because I had read something from some particular writer. So there's a lot that goes into this because a writer takes a month, right? And you ha- and it, you have to try to get all different kinds of people. Tell me a little bit more about that process. Yeah, sure. So uh, one thing to, to talk about the, the format for people who may not have looked at Forward Day by Day is we send, when somebody is going to write for us, and I'll come back to that in a second, we send them a list of all of, the, for the month that they've written, the assigned readings for each day. So mm-hmm. if it's a Sunday or a major feast day, we send them the revised common lectionary. Mm-hmm. And if it's another day, we send them the reading from the daily office, morning and evening prayer. And then we ask them to pick one of those readings and write something about it. Some could be a Bible study. It could be a personal story. We, we actually ask our writers to do both in your month give us some personal stories and also make sure you take us into the scriptures too. So we try to have a mix always. And the, and then um, we also have something every day that we encourage you to think about in terms of action and some prayers, um, right. praying for some part of the Anglican communion. The thing I love about it, and and I did not invent this, this was forward day by day has changed some over the years, but for at least 50 years, this has been the format. It's been about 200 words of, reflection, a little bit of scripture. And it's a really good format to encourage us to, as you, as you said, there's, there's a little, there's, there's 200 words is enough for there to be a there there, but it's also really easy. It's accessible. You can read it in just a couple minutes. Right. So I think that we, uh, you know, I'm smart enough to know not to break what's doesn't need to be fixed. So right. uh, we left that alone. Um, but in terms of the authors, when I started, a lot of the authors tended to be um, often retired Episcopal clergy and mm-hmm. others. And I, I love retired Episcopal clergy. I'll be one someday. Right. And, um, we still invite retired Episcopal clergy to write, but we've also yeah. broadened out the pool quite a bit. So we try to have a mix over a year. If you read it for a year. You'll read 12 different authors, and we try to make sure that you've heard from lay people and clergy, people of different racial backgrounds, sometimes people from outside the U.S., young people, older people, and just all kinds of different backgrounds, because we think that that tapestry of experience enriches all of us. 
Yeah, I'm so grateful for your commitment to that because, I mean, yeah, I love clergy too. I have a dad who is a retired clergy person. I will be, you will be, but we're not the end all be all. Like there's, I know that I learned so much more from other people and I especially feel like our lay ministers in and lay people like have so much to give and they don't like get enough airplay because you're listening to the priest all the time. And so I just love that you encourage that so much. And also the diversity, this world is made up of beautiful people, all kinds of people, and they all need a voice. So I really appreciate you giving that. And I'm, I'm really grateful for day by day. You're right. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And, and, and it's just a gift to so many. So if people want to get day by day in some way, shape or form, how, how should they do that? I know how we do that in our church, but I think it'd be great to hear from me. Uh, so, yeah, there's a couple things uh, you can. We have a website that's free and you, you can go in your web browser to prayer.forwardmovement.org. And on that website, when you get there, you'll, you can click a button called Daily Office, and it will give you morning prayer or evening prayer, depending on the time of the day, or Compline or Noonday Prayer, mm-hmm. depending on the time of the day. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get the readings, the assigned readings for whatever day it is when you click. And there'll be, there's a note there that you can, you can read forward day by day for free. You can just start right away. Um, you can go to Forward Movement's website, which is just forwardmovement.org, and you can subscribe to get Forward Day by Day by print sent to your house. You can get pocket size or large print in English, and then in Spanish, you can just we just do pocket size. So you can we'll send it to your house. It comes it's quarterly, so you'll get four issues a year. About eighty percent of Episcopal churches have it in the church, just they buy a lot of them so that they're available to parishioners. So you might be able to go to your church. I was about to say, listeners of Church of the Resurrection, we have them for you. They are there. It is the church's gift to you. And I would say a lot. I'm glad to hear that 80% because I would say many, many of every Episcopal church I've ever served in has a subscription to it, which I think is great. Yeah. And, um, and then you can also on the Forward Movement website, sign up if you want to get it uh, in your email every day. So there's, mm-hmm. it depends on how, or there, and there's a podcast on the Forward right. Movement website. There's a podcast link and it has all of our podcasts and you can listen to the Forward Day by Day as read. Sometimes we invite the authors to read so you get to hear the author's voice. Oh, cool. But um, well, we'll, we'll link all that for listeners too in, in our show notes so that you'll have that. Right. So yeah. Dave, go ahead. Oh, the other thing I was just going to say is when I was a parish priest, we had forward day by day and I always made sure to have it out. And I, I looked at it a few times because I was curious, what is this little book that people are reading? Mm-hmm. And in my, the way I'm wired, it, I like um, I just have a different kind of daily routine mm-hmm. personally, but I know mm-hmm. forward day by day. It works for a lot of people and I do enjoy reading. I do read every single day because, mm-hmm. because well, you have you know, to you're the executive director of forward where I served. <laughs> but um but I didn't really understand the power of forward day by day when I was a priest so mm-hmm. I made sure that we had it in available but I never really thought about it now that I've heard for 10 years so many stories of how people's lives have been transformed yeah by forward day by day but really by the habit of daily devotions yes if, if I were to be going into parish ministry, 
I would encourage people to read Forward Day by Day, or if they don't like Forward Day by Day, read some other devotion. But that habit of daily prayer, daily scripture reflection, daily meditation is so good for our souls. You are so right. I, I just, I, I've discovered that it's been really a learning for me on, in my work. And now I'm trying to evangelize and tell everyone. Uh, I think you're right. And say it, say it louder for the people in the back, because, um, and I mean that because I, you know, I wish that I could sit here and say, I do morning prayer every morning. I don't, I do daily individual prayers for family and for families and individuals and forward movement, because that's what I can do. That's where my energy can be. And I'm praying all day long, but I can tell a difference when I am not in the word, when I am not reading a story of someone being changed by God, I can just tell a difference in my day. I mean, it's just not even something I can think of anymore, not doing anymore, because it's become such a part of who I am. And like I said, sometimes I'll read it in the morning and I'm like, oh, that's nice. And then like, Later on the day, something will happen. And I'll be like, that's just like what I read this morning. And it's just unbelievable how that works. It is. A, it is really. And sometimes literally unbelievable how God's providence works. Every now and then we'll get a note from somebody either thanking us or complaining about how a meditation fit into a, some current event. Mm-hmm. And we always write back and say, thank you. And this was written a year before today. Yeah. So whatever you read this morning was written in um, March of 2022. Right. And so in that kind of unbelievable too, it is, you know, but it's just the way God works. Okay. So day by day is a very important ministry of forward movement, but there is lots of other things that you do. Do you have a favorite thing at forward movement that really gets you excited about being a disciple or just tell us other things that you all do? Well, not a single product or offering, but in general, I would say the thing that I never shut up about is getting people to read the Bible, mm-hmm. is is immersing ourselves in the glorious stories of Scripture. And I think Episcopalians, uh, let's see, let's put this positively. Um, we have a lot of potential. Yes, <laughs> I agree. Of, we have a lot of upward possibility. Um as a denomination, we actually have a lot of statistical data on this through our Renewal Works ministry, right? Where we've we have a lot of spiritual, a, a lot of data about the spiritual life of the Episcopal Church, having grilled twenty six thousand Episcopalians about their spiritual lives. And I know that the, your average Episcopalian has not read the Bible much, um, and I'm not saying that to shame anyone or or any guilt, rather to invite people to give it a try. So yeah. that's what I'm really passionate about is trying to get people to discover how amazing the Bible is. And we have a couple things that help do that. Uh, one is in January, in the epiphany season now for the last few years, we offer something called the Good Book Club. It's free. There's some classes. And it's basically we pick part of the Bible and invite people to read it together. So in a church together or a diocese or a bunch of Episcopalians all over the country, Next January is going to be Genesis. Um, nice. So anyway, that Good Book Club is one way that we're trying to encourage people to read the Bible. We have a, a wonderful little book called The Path that's kind of like a reader's digest of the Bible. So if you've never read the Bible at all, really, 
and you want to know, well, what's in there? What's it about? You can buy the path and it looks like a regular book. And for somebody who's a book person who reads books, you can just sit down and in a few hours, you can read the path and it gives you the greatest hits from Genesis to Revelation. Uh, Scott, I have to stop you there to tell you this. So when Alan and I started this podcast, which was October of 2020, we were both like kind of trying to figure out how to get Bible study to our parishioners because, yeah. and he was working on Canon staff for the Diocese of Upper South Carolina at the time because of the pandemic. So we started out with the path. Um, and I think we quickly realized that we needed to go a little bit slower. So yeah. we started in Genesis. And by the time we take our summer break, we will have gone through the Psalms. Nice. And, and just what you're saying, like, I don't teach a formation class every week because I'm doing a podcast every week, like breaking this down and bringing, and I think I have seen it so many times. And I think the path is like, a, and we did it as a formation um, exercise as well at my church in South Carolina, but I think it's, I, I deal with anxiety sometimes. And every time I get into the word. And I get into the Bible. It's like this, some, God just drenches me. And that anxiety just goes away because I can see myself in the humanity of the people of the Bible. I can see the mistakes that they were made and how they weren't listening to God about this or that or whatever. And how God just showered them with love over and over and over again. So I, the path is a spectacular way if you're looking for a formation class this i've done it it is one i recommend over and over and over again and you well, did I'm that you, i know i'm that. glad you had a good experience that book by the way was largely the work of melody show the reverend melody show yeah. she and i worked together we were we served in the same parish in rhode island and we used a book from zondervan called the story Mm -hmm. We liked a lot about it and had such a great experience ourselves and with parishioners giving people a big picture view of the Bible. But it's um, it's pretty evangelical in its approach. And I have nothing against evangelicals, but I thought we need something that's a little more Anglican. Yes. So the path is is that. And also there's a free class if if somebody's listening is a person who organizes um, classes or like stuff. Yeah. Um, on our forum movement website, there's a class called exploring the Bible that yeah. you can download for children, youth and adults. And it's free because we got a grant from the constable fund. Oh, nice. So, um, that goes with the path and it's just a free, a free introductory course to the Bible. That's awesome. I love that so much. Um, okay. So there's all these resources that are out there for people. Many of them are free. Many of them are there for you to be a disciple and to learn more and to dig in. And I love the th- the way you said that. I'm never going to shut up about reading the Bible. And I kind of feel the same way. So really what we're here today to do is to tell Scott's story a little bit, but also to encourage you in these months off from the Bible Love podcast or whatever it is that you're um, digging into to give you more resources about how this works. Um, I have not done the good um, book club, but that is something I've always wanted to do with. And I always feel like 
it comes up and I'm like, oh, I need to do that. You know, like I should have planned it before because of Christmas and all that. But it's the perfect thing to walk into the new year with, you know, because so many people do New Year's resolutions and I want to read the Bible more and I want to do. And then to just be able to discuss. And even if you don't have one at your own church, you, as you said, you can do this just online with whatever Episcopalians that are around that want to do it. Isn't that how it's set up? That's exactly how it's set up. So we, I have in mind the median Sunday attendance at an Episcopal church is 50 people, Mm -hmm. which means half of our churches have more than that. Half has less. And a lot of Episcopal churches are very small and they don't have enough people or resources to have classes in the church, which is okay. But we're trying to offer it for a movement, some ways for the people in those churches to maybe um, who are hungry to be fed in yeah. ways that their church, um, in addition to being in their church, we don't want to take people away from their church. In addition to their church, they can have a deeper experience with others. Yeah. I, I just love that. And you don't have to have all the money in the world to learn about God. You don't have to have all the money in the world to become a deep, a disciple of Jesus or deepen that because one of the things I think the Episcopal Church does do very well is provide these resources, whether it's through forward movement or becoming beloved community from the mm-hmm. from the Bishop Curry's office. All of these resources are there for us. And I just don't, and I think one of the things Alan and I really want to do is highlight those things so yeah. that you that people can know that they're available and you don't have to go recreate something. So is there anything else about forward movement that we just must know? Um, well, the other thing that you might like to know that a lot of people don't know is a lot of people ask me, well, let's see, one question I get asked a lot is how many people work there? So we have right, staff right now, is, um, it's around 20 people, maybe a couple more than 20. Most of us are outside Cincinnati now. Mm-hmm. Even before the pandemic, we had mm-hmm. remote workers. Right. And so we're in 10 different states. Um, wow. And we're still concentrated in Cincinnati, but we're all over. That's one question. Another question is, is how are you funded? We don't get any money from the Episcopal Church. We're, we're autonomous. So our connection, formal connection, is the presiding bishop appoints our board members. Okay. And serves as the honorary um, president of our board. Um, and so we, we're funded by sales. We have a little bit of an endowment. And the other big source is donations. People uh, give donations to the Ministry of Forward Movement. And what that allows us to do is we send a lot of free materials. So books, things that normally cost money, we send forward day by day. We send um, around something like 75, 80,000 copies of forward day by day a year for free to people who are in prisons, nursing homes, hospitals, uh, people serving in the military, or sometimes people who just contact us and say, I have no money. Can you, can I please have this? Oh, I love that. What a ministry. That's great. Yeah, and we, we always say yes. Um, and we, sometimes people write to us and ask us about books. You know, I, I don't have any money and I saw that you have a new book of some kind. Could you please send me one? And we do. And we're able to do that because other people who have, see, this is the great thing about abundance and generosity is people who have more than enough and who know that they have more than enough share their abundance with yeah. us. And that allows us to share that with others. It's just, it's God's economy of grace. It's beautiful. 
Yeah. I mean, and I think that happens on the church level, every, every way. And I'm so grateful that God has given that abundance and that people know I have enough. Let me share for others. And I, I never knew that you sent it to prisons and nursing. I love that. I think. That yeah, so by the way, if you beautiful. at your church, um, Mary Balfour or, or any, you know, anybody listening, if you have a prison ministry, yeah, tell us, you know, say we'd like 20 copies of forward day by day and we'll either send them to someone in the, um, facility, the, the prison or jail or whatever it is, or we can send it to somebody who's carrying out the ministry. Yeah. We're very excited to do that. I love that. Scott, I'm so grateful for your ministry and the work that you do and that God called you into this. Um, I think it takes a leap of faith to do something that feels different, but I love that you did it and the work that's being done, um, forward movement, is so important. And I hope you know that always, always, always. And your work and your ministry is important. And I'm really thankful that we could highlight it today. That's something I really wanted to do. Um, And that's what this whole summer is about, is about highlighting these different ministries that can help people become deeper disciples of Jesus. So thank you so much. Well, thank you so much for having me here and the opportunity to talk and to talk about forward movement. And if anyone here has a question about forward movement or a suggestion or some feedback or anything, if you go to our website, forwardmovement.org, there's a phone number there. We, we, we would love to talk with you. Um, you can email us. Um, we're just always glad to be in touch with people that we can serve. I love that. Well, listeners, as always, please remember that we love you, but most importantly, God does. Amen.